It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome into the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. The Golden Knights come back from two goals down at the end of the first period to win a thriller in Montreal. 6-5, to five. Vegas now 13-3-1, 27 points on the year. And to help us break this one down, we go back up to the radio booth, bringing the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. And you know what, Dan? I, I'm impressed by the Golden Knights' ability to stick with the game plan despite a very frustrating first period where they had all the chances, could not solve Caden Primo, and saw themselves down 2 nothing. Yeah, wow, what a first period from Primo. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was... Just the Knights pouring it on. That's, I mean, you might not see another period like that the rest of the season. When mm-hmm. Vegas gets that many chances, really high danger, glorious opportunities, and fail to score with a season high of any period, 18 shots. And then you're thinking, all right, is it going to be like Charlie Lindgren? By the way, a former Canadiens goalie. Uh, <laughs> is that going to be the case again here for Caden Primo? Um and uh, Brett Howden scoring that shorthanded goal two and a half minutes into the second was sort of a signal, it seemed to me, that no, uh, this is not going to be a repeat of what you saw in Washington, that Primo is beatable. Um, you know, it might take a different kind of approach. You know, McNabb's goal was on a rebound. Marcia mm-hmm. So's goal was a shot. Theodore's goal was a shot. You know, you, you think about Eichel's goal later on, a shot. Stone's move was a power move wraparound i guess that's the one uh that you would probably not consider like the others but a lot of the chances for the knights in the first were around the net anyway uh it just seemed like a night where the knights were not going to be turned away it was gonna they were gonna score as many goals as they needed turned out that number was six we didn't know it at the time but this is a team that can do that they can also shut teams out you know Mm -hmm. i mean we saw seven nothing against colorado it kind of tells it all but um, even when you see a really good goaltender, remember how a few years ago in the playoffs in the bubble, the Knights just ran out of offense against the Dallas Stars. It was somewhat similar against these Canadians in 2021 postseason play, where they were playing well. They just, for whatever reason, couldn't break through offensively. This group has consistently found ways to break through with offense as needed. And it's not always the same guys. It's not always in the same way. Mm-hmm. But they did it tonight. And it's not always five on five. And I think that's one of the things we look yeah. at here with this team. As, as we've talked about over the course of the season so far, we've been looking for the Golden Knights power play to be more consistent just on a night-to-night basis and generating chances and also converting. Tonight was a game in which the power play and special teams really penalty kill the shorthanded goal you mentioned with Brad Howden. But Power play, penalty kill, special teams really did buoy them and, 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 and bring them to this victory. You got to capitalize. You know, Montreal has been shorthanded so often, as I mentioned repeatedly during the game. And, you know, by percentage, they're just about 77% coming into the game, 18th in the league. You know, the Knights should score on the power play against this team, especially against Caden Primo, who has only played 24 NHL games. <laughs> So they scored goals a few different ways. Shea Theodore's shot was, I don't want to call it a seeing-eye shot, but there was some traffic. It was a well-placed wrist shot. Jack Eichel's power play goal was a laser, top right corner. I mean, he's going to score that against a lot of people. 
Uh, not too many people get to see shots like Jack Eichel's on a regular basis. And then Mark Stone's power play goal was a power move, the wraparound, and he forces it underneath Primo. So that they scored goals in different ways on the power play is notable. There are times when you still think like they could be more aggressive, mm-hmm. pass the puck too many times. But occasionally, occasionally, you know, you do enough of that peripheral passing and it creates a spot and these guys know how to shoot at those spots. Bruce said that even against Washington, they were not missing the net much. They were putting shots on goal. Lindgren happened to be making saves and some shots were blocked too. So the, the different ways of scoring on the power play was notable. How many different times could William Carlson have scored? I lost count. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, yeah. I mean, he could have had a hat trick in the first period, right? Yep. Yeah, you're you're right on there, and and just on on the power play too. Like Carlson, the, you include him in in you know that net front presence. Like he yeah. had glorious chances there. So I think once you kind of figured that one out, it, it can be another thing that the Golden Knights utilize to their advantage. Um, you know, you look at this one. Nick Waugh gets back into the lineup. Uh, what did you think of his game in person? He was not the most dominant version of Nick Waugh that we've ever seen, yeah. but he did not make any mistakes. His timing, you know, we asked Zach Whitecloud about this, having come back after missing time. We asked Bruce Cassidy about Whitecloud, and it's the timing. It's not so much legs or the pace. It's the timing of getting pucks off of your stick, especially when opposing players are around. And it seemed to me that that was not much of a problem for Nick Waugh today. Was it, uh, you know, perfectly in sync with his line mates? You know, maybe not. But it was, uh, he he did not pop off the ice in a way that leads you to think, boy, he hasn't played in a while. Mm-hmm. You know, he missed nine games. You know, and it's worth offering the contrast to Zach Whitecloud, who had missed even more time but hadn't played any games, right? He got hurt early in the yeah. preseason. So, as Zach pointed out on the pregame show, it was really since the cup final that he had played real games. Nick Waugh had played seven regular season games, so it's missing nine. It's not going to be quite as much of a fall-off. So, uh, no, it, you wouldn't have known that he had missed time, um, and um, he he's just a smart player. And you can see that that line is more effective when he's part of it, as Bruce Cassidy told us on the pregame show. He likes those three guys together. So even though Carrier had been playing up in the lineup of late, he wanted those three guys together, and it worked. They set the tone. They, they do that incredibly well. So when you've, you've got one of the best fourth lines in hockey, you, you lean on that when you can. Any final thoughts on this one, Dan, before we turn our attention to, for me, Saturday morning and the Philadelphia Flyers? <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the rhythm of things is back in gear with, as we say, three games in four days. They'll travel tonight and get into Philadelphia. So time to uh, readjust and and then a morning game as you say Mm -hmm. (laughs) one o'clock in philly and then it's not until six o'clock sunday in pittsburgh mark stone kind of alluded to this earlier in our post game show it's a not a bad back-to-back philly to pittsburgh is not too long of a flight and uh, the the circumstances the logistics of travel there is is not bad at all one o'clock saturday six o'clock sunday eastern time and then a couple of days before they face the stars in dallas and as much as i enjoy uh you know the the northeast weather we're here just before it gets too cold (laughs) it is (laughs) it is perfect right now walking around old montreal yesterday was glorious i enjoy coming here uh, especially this time of the year they're starting to get the christmas decorations up it starts to feel like holiday time Mm. here in montreal and you know someone said to us uh just recently you know this 
it feels almost like a European city here. Mm-hmm. And so especially when they have the holiday decorations up, it's pretty neat. So glad to be here this time of year uh, before the nastier weather arrives. All right. Great stuff, as always, Dan. Enjoy the rest of your night. And I'll chat with you bright and early on Saturday morning. Thanks, Ryan. Bye-bye. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, helping us break down a 6-5 victory for the Vegas Golden Knights over the Montreal Canadiens. And with tonight's Golden Knights win, you win as well. Enjoy 31% off menu price pizzas at Pizza Hut tomorrow using the code VGKWINS at PizzaHut.com. We're back with more on the postgame show. You're listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. The definitive collector's item from the Stanley Cup Championship is It Hurts to Win, the official book from the Vegas Golden Knights. Pick up your copy now at the official team stores or order online at VegasTeamStore.com. It's the postgame show. The Golden Knights defeat the Montreal Canadiens 6-5. to What a wild game. Honestly, it was a wild game for a number of different reasons. Now, like the first period for the Golden Knights, it was it was all Vegas. It was all Vegas in that first period. They outshot the Montreal Canadiens 18 to 6. And it wasn't just like 18 shots from the perimeter. It wasn't just a situation where the Golden Knights were settling for a lot of volume. The chances that they were generating were unbelievable looks. They were fantastic chances. And you got to give all the credit in the world to Caden Primo. And, and I'm going to I'm going to gripe here for a moment on the three-star selection. Yessa Ulanen scored two goals. Like good game for him. Sure. He was the third star of the game. Caden Primo was not a star of the game. That's ridiculous. Come on Montreal. Got to be better than that. Caden Primo was the only reason that the Canadians were in this game to the degree that they were. Now, give Montreal a lot of credit. They were opportunistic with their scoring opportunities. I, you know, you look at the game in, in different parts, right? And I, I don't think that the Golden Knights were lax or loose defensively. I think that there were some mistakes that they made defensively that the Canadians jumped all over. And full marks, full value to them for, for taking advantage of those mistakes. But Caden Primo was the story on the Canadian side in this game. It's not even particularly close. So I'm, I'm sticking up for the goalie union right now. I'm sticking up for Caden Primo. He deserved better in, in terms of being selected a star of this game. Uh, nothing against Yessa, Ulanen, but Caden Primo should have been that guy. Now, the second period was weird in that you, know, you had Vegas finally break through. It's Brett Howden, shorthanded goal. And, and you feel good about that if you're the Golden Knights. We talked about it going into the game. You didn't want to have prolonged stretches or a prolonged start to the game where you could not find a goal. Coming off of a shutout loss in Washington where Charlie Lindgren played pretty well, you didn't want to go 20 minutes, 25 minutes, 30 minutes into this game without scoring, and yet that's exactly what happened for the Golden Knights. And then you, you're put into another spot early in the second period where you're killing off penalties. Mark Stone is getting called for tripping on Nick Suzuki when it's really just a, a stick battle. And yet the Golden Knights find a way to, to get a goal from Brett Howden shorthanded, and it, it, you really started to sense that 
the tides were shifting for Vegas. The dam had broken. They they were able to find their offensive touch a little bit more uh, in zone. And at that point, I, I really think that the Golden Knights knew they'd be able to score enough in this game to come back. And they certainly did. They were able to get it back to square 3-3-3. Three, three, three. And then, again, the Canadians pull ahead. Vegas ties it up going into the third period. And there wasn't a lot going on in the third period until the double minor to Brandon Gallagher. And that's when the Golden Knights did a lot of their damage. That's where they won this game. And full marks to the Montreal Canadiens. That's a team right there that just would not give up. So a lot to like if you're a Golden Knight fan. They've been able to find the offensive touch. Let's hear from Bruce Cassidy. When that kind of game ends and you come out on the right side of it. Yeah, it was certainly entertaining. And, uh, you know, I thought we did a lot of things very well today. We also mismanaged some pucks at the time, and they took advantage of it. And they were able to play to their strengths, and a lot of the game we got to play to our strengths. We were good down low, below the goal line, or especially in the first period on power plays. So uh, at the end of the day, you know, we're glad to win and happy to win. Um, felt we did enough to win. Special teams are certainly a big difference maker. We've talked about that being more important for us this year. Last year we got a lot of wins, and it wasn't always a strength of ours. And this year... Uh, especially the kill lately has been excellent. Another shorthanded goal to get, give us some juice. Um, power play came through at the end, so uh, happy for those guys. It seemed like the team took the power play message to heart. Did you like what you saw besides just the goals? Well, I did because there was a lot of ozone time. There was a lot of our game plan was to play down low. The teams that are in these diamonds now taking away the elbow shots. Even though Jack scored on one, um, tr- you know, try to two on one them at the net. We felt we could. We could do that with this particular kill, and, and we were able to get some down there. Now, Carly's new to that kind of position. Um, he's usually a bumper guy, so but and he must have had most of the looks, and the goalie made saves, so you got to give him credit. And we tried to make some backdoor plays, and some of them connected. We couldn't finish. So I think we <coughs> executed the plays we wanted to or were trying to. We just didn't finish them until you know the late in the third. I feel like you should have had eight or nine tonight. Well, sometimes it feels that way, but they have a say in that too, right? Their goaltender was excellent, so then eventually you keep putting pucks at them. Uh, you're going to get something to go, usually, um, and that's how it played out. You said 6-4. Did you have a sigh of relief, or you thought that with the crazy game that you had, it no, could come back? It's never over. I, I understand that, and we put Nick Wild, Carrier Coldestar, very good defensive line, play with good, good structure, so... Uh, we weren't assuming anything. We would have liked to ha- maybe get the puck first and delay their goalie getting out right away. They win it and they get them out in a hurry, so that helps them. They made a good play. You know, we didn't rotate. We overcommitted to the puck carrier and he slid it into the slot. Uh, that's usually uh, our bread and butter coverage where we can break those plays up. But, you know, maybe time and score. Our winger just felt like he had to help with the extra player on the ice, but they made a good play. And now it's game on again. <laughs> and... Uh, you know, we were able to, to get it to the finish line. <clears throat> but there were some crazy bounces, I'll say that. There were some interesting plays out there. And I, and I said it this morning, I think things happen fast here. They do, and it just seems to be the way, and yeah. tonight was no exception. <laughs> that was head coach Bruce Cassidy as he addressed the media after tonight's 6-5 victory over the Montreal Canadiens, an entertaining game to say the very least. We're back with highlights next on the post-game show. You're listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network.
We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Welcome back to the postgame show. The Golden Knights defeat the Montreal Canadiens 6-5. Vegas 13-3-1, 27 points on the year. Next in action, Saturday, 10 a.m. in Philadelphia against the Flyers. That's a 9 a.m. pregame show. Boy, oh boy, that's going to be exciting. The postgame injury report is brought to you by UMC, the exclusive hospital of the Vegas Golden Knights. Nick Waugh got back into the lineup after missing the last nine games for the Vegas Golden Knights. Chandler Stevenson, Nick Haig, still not ready, but on the trip. So we'll see if, you know, maybe they're able to target Saturday, Sunday, the back-to-back situation at some point there for the Vegas Golden Knights. Take a look at the highlights in this game. We go back to the first period. I stressed the need for Vegas to find a goal early in the game. They came out with great looks but couldn't find a goal. Then Alex Newhook scored on the Canadiens' first shot of the game. Right corner, a shot, score! Alex Newhook scores on the first Montreal shot of the game. one nothing Habs, 13-17 to go in the first period. Fourth goal of the year for Alex Newhook from Nick Suzuki and Mike Matheson. 6.43 of the first period made it one to nothing Montreal. And shortly, and Vegas continued to apply pressure and get great looks, but the Canadians once again capitalized on a break as Jonathan Kovacevic scored his first goal of the year. No room to shoot there for Newhook. Backs off to the wall, put it in front of shot. Rebound score! Jonathan Kovacevic. It's a 2-0 Montreal lead, 10 minutes gone in the first period. Kovacevic from Newhook and Suzuki, 10-0-3 of the first period, made it 2-0 Montreal, and that's where we'd stand after the first period of play. So the Golden Knights facing a 2-0 deficit to start the second period, got right back in the game with Brett Howden's shorthanded goal. Kolasar charging to it, still shorthanded. It's a 3-on-2. Howden shoots and scores! Brett Howden shorthanded, and the Knights are on the board. Trailing 2-1, two and a half minutes into the second period. Third goal of the year for Brett Howden, a shorthanded goal from Keegan Colasar. 2-33 of the second period made it 2-1 Montreal. But the Canadians would regain the two-goal lead on Yessa Ulanen's breakaway goal. Here's Ulanen, gets to a loose puck behind the D. He scores! Yessa with the third goal for Montreal, 3-1 Habs. Second goal of the year for Yessa Ulanen, unassisted at 8.28 of the second period, made it 3-1 Montreal. But Vegas once again made it a one-goal game 30 seconds later when Braden McNabb scored his first goal of the year. Theodore gets a shot off in front. McNabb scores! A rebound goal for Braden McNabb. The Knights answer right back. McNabb's first goal of the season. Vegas trails 3-2, 11-14 to go in the second period. Braden McNabb, his first of the year from Shea Theodore and Jack Eichel, 8-46 of the second period, made it 3-2. Montreal, and just three minutes later, Vegas tied the game as Jonathan Marchessault finished off a two-on-one. Amadio sets up Barbashev with Marchessault, feeds him, Marchessault scores! Tie game! Jonathan Marchessault from Ivan Barbashev! 8.40 to go in the second period. We're all knotted up. Seventh goal of the year for Jonathan Marcheseau from Ivan Barbashev and Michael Amadio. 11-20 of the second period tied the game at three. 
But the Habs regained the lead 30 seconds later as Yessa Ullinen scored his second goal of the game. Out in front of shot, and the Canadians respond themselves. Yessa Ullinen again, his second goal of the game, third of the season, and it's 4-3 Montreal. Yessa Ullin in his third of the year from Michael Pozzetta and Gustav Lindstrom. 11.53 of the second period made it 4-3 to Montreal. However, the Golden Knights once again tied the game as Shea Theodore scored on the power play. Mark Stone, high to low for Eichel. High again for Theodore. He shoots, he scores! 4-4 tie. Power play goal for Vegas. Couple of points here in the middle period for Shea Theodore. Shea Theodore, his fourth of the year, a power play goal from Jack Eichel and Mark Stone. 16.07 of the second period, tied the game at four, capping off a six-goal second period. So we'd head to the third, all knotted up at four, and an uneventful period turned on a dime late when Brendan Gallagher was assessed a double minor for high-sticking Pavel Dorofiev. Vegas went to work on the power play, and Jack Eichel gave Vegas their first lead of the night. Shea finds Eichel again. He shoots, he scores! Top right corner, power play goal, Jack Eichel. The Knights have their first lead of the day with 1.56 to play in the third. Power play goal for Jack Eichel, his seventh goal of the year from Shea Theodore and Mark Stone. 18.03 of the third period made it 5-4 to Vegas. Still on the power play, Mark Stone scored an insurance goal. Drops it into the corner for Carlson. Around behind. Stone scores! Wraparound power move. Mark Stone. 6-4 Vegas. Four goals in the second period. Two goals in the third period. Mark Stone's fifth of the year, a power play goal from William Carlson and Shea Theodore. 18-48 of the third period made it 6-4 to Vegas, but the Canadians would not go quietly as Justin Barron scored with under a minute left to make it a one-goal game. Canadians have pulled their goaltender in the middle of the shot, score! Barron gets one through, and the Canadians won't go away. It's 6-5 Vegas with 53 seconds to go in the third. Justin Barron's fourth of the year from Cole Caulfield and Mike Matheson, 19.06 of the third period, made it 6-5 to Vegas. And though the Canadians would push and really had a great chance late in the game, the Golden Knights would hold on, and all that's left in this one is the final call. Monaghan in the right corner, 10 seconds to go. McNabb with Eichel now, can't get the puck, sent to the left. Matheson feeds across, side of the goal, glove save, puck goes behind. 2-1-0, Knights win. Vegas survives the final seconds. Golden Knights 6, Canadians 5. 6 to 5 the final. The Golden Knights come all the way back from 2 nothing down in the first period to win the game 6 to 5 over the Montreal Canadiens. Vegas now 13 3 and 1, 27 points on the year. Next in action Saturday 10 a.m. against the Philadelphia Flyers. We're back to wrap it up next on the post-game show. You're listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Wrapping it up here on the postgame show, the Golden Knights defeat the Montreal Canadiens 6-5. to Vegas trailed 2-0 in this game at the end of the first period. 
Scored four in the second period, two in the third period, including two power play goals. And they hold on to win 6-5 to five over Montreal. Vegas now 13-3-1, 27 points on the year. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Windows and Solar. You know, I, I think it's it's interesting because, you know, the Golden Knights probably should have been up 2-0 at the end of the first period. If, if, if hockey made sense at all, at times, if hockey made sense at all at times, the Golden Knights, by virtue of how they played in the first period, should have been up 2-0. But the Canadians were opportunistic. Caden Primo was in a zone. And the Canadians were the team ahead. I appreciate the Golden Knights not changing the game plan offensively. I think this team doubled down on what they needed to do in the offensive zone. They found ways to break through offensively. And that was the critique Tuesday, right? Like, that's what you looked at Tuesday night against the Washington Capitals. It's a one-goal game, and the Golden Knights had power play opportunities. They had really good chances, and they just couldn't bear down and finish one. Wasn't the case tonight. You want to look at game by game. What are you learning? How are you growing? This is a game where you grow. This is a game where, you know, you could have, it could have gone sideways because of the performance from Caden Primo in the first period. You could have gotten uh, a little bit shell-shocked by not being able to find a goal early in this game, and yet the Golden Knights battle through it. They get four goals in the second period, two power play goals in the third period, and they take two points tonight against the Montreal Canadiens. That's going to do it for me here on the post-game show. Extended post-game show is next. You're listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network post-game show. For the station staying on for more game highlights, interviews, and your phone calls coming up next at 702-876-1340. Good night, and thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights defeat the Canadians 6-5. to Thrilling game, exciting game, entertaining game, had it all. Lots of goals, some big saves, timely saves. And the Golden Knights are able to erase a 2-0 deficit at the end of the first period. They score six goals, all against the goaltender. It's a good win. 702-876-1340, that's the number. 702-876-1340. I want to hear from you tonight. What is it about the power play tonight that you liked that's what i'm curious about because we we talk about the power play we talk about how it's it's looked better it's converted at times and then you know at times it's also been stale it's been stagnant it hasn't been moving around very much and yet they go three for seven and they score two power play goals on a double minor at the end of the third period to win a game special teams win the game for the golden knights how many times as a golden knight fan Have you been able to say that? How many times have you been able to say that in a game 
where the Golden Knights needed their special teams to carry them through, specifically their power play. How many times have you been able to say that a power play, the power play, won you a game? That's what I'm curious to know. So if you're a diehard Golden Knights fan, if you're listening to me right now, if you've never called into the program before, pick up the phone right now, 702-876-1340, give me a ring, and let me know how it feels to have a power play that can win you a game. Let's go out to the phone lines, bring in Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Well, this is one for the history books. I don't know if a goalie for the VGK has ever given up five goals and did an unbelievable job in regulation to win a game. Can you think of another opportunity like that? You want me to go like seven years back in the in the databank? No. I, I can't do that. It's not a, not I just, a chance. I wondered if one came to mind. Not, I just don't think not, there was. No, not, not one. There isn't one coming to mind for me. I mean, there have been like wild games before, right? Like you've had high-scoring games go back and forth. But, you know, it, Aiden Hill... Probably not his best night, and he'll admit that wholeheartedly. But there were a couple of plays where he made some big time stops, and you know the the weird carom in the second period where he's able to dive back in front and make that save. That one's big, and then obviously the glove the glove save with about two and a half seconds left. That one was huge. Oh, was it ever? My goodness, that was <laughs> held my breath for a half a second for sure. The uh, the other thing about the power play, I. Good Lord, bless me with five fingers on one hand, and I don't think I can count more than one game on one hand that you were. The, I could say, "Hey, the power play did it for us." If it wasn't for the power play, we wouldn't have won. Mm-hmm. There just hasn't been half a dozen games in our history where I don't. I think I can say that. And I do have a question about the. Apparently, Jack Eichel now positions himself on the right dot. Am I wrong? Has that just happened? Uh no, he. He he's kind of well in this one. He was roving around a bit, uh, but he was on the right side when he scored his goal tonight. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, let he or she who's ever said a regular season midweek hockey game is boring watch this one over and over. I think they'll never say it again. That's for sure. Well, it opened up, Mike. Like the game was was fairly wide open there. Well, to be honest, no, it wasn't. Like. I don't even know what happened in the second period. I'm 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 not I'm not being hyperbolic. I I have no idea. Like when you really look at the chances that were generated by both sides in the second period, I have no idea how six goals were scored. None. I I know. I I mean I'm playing it back in my mind. This is the kind of game where you really want to watch the tape and mm. say, "Oh, that's what we did then." And that's where we change things around there uh, that's but what you said and certainly that merits repeating they never got away from their game plan at yeah. the end of one period they could have said oh my heavens this is four consecutive periods of futility what are we going to do coach cassidy will never let that happen no you're absolutely right on that mike and thanks for the call this is bruce cassidy's effect right like we know that this team can score even if it takes a little bit of time, we know they're going to find their game. We know they're going to find the back of the net. And, you know, they didn't find it on Tuesday, but they were able to stick with it tonight. I don't think they got too frustrated, especially with Brett Howden scoring two minutes into the second period. I think you, you were able to exhale. You were able to, to feel pretty confident in your ability to come back in this game. And, you know, for the Golden Knights, to their credit, they, they made it happen. They really did. I, 
probably should have. Again, and I stand by this. And listen, if you disagree with me, call in right now. The goal, like if you were going to pick a period in this game tonight where the Golden Knights were going to score four goals in a, in a 20-minute period, it should have been the first period. It, it 100% should have been the first period. It was the best period of hockey that they played all season long, and they were down two to nothing after it. The second period, I, I don't think they generated nearly as much as they did in the first period, and there really wasn't anything going on in the third period until they had the two power plays with two and a half minutes left. Did the, did the Golden Knights deserve a better fate in the first period? Let me know. 702-876-1340. We have a line open right now. Let's go back out to the phone lines, bring in Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Ryan? I'm good. Yeah, that was uh, that was an intense game. Um, but uh, I, you're asking, right, if the Golden Knights deserved a better fate in the first period. Yes, but I would say especially William Carlson deserved a better fate the entire game. Yeah. Like, he was there. He was in front of the net. He was creating. He was getting pucks at the net, and it just wasn't falling for him. And it's going to. Like, he's been on fire this year. He's doing everything he needs to. It just wasn't there today. Um, but, man, like, to, to come out of that game, not only with a win, but with a regulation win, like, wild. Yeah, you, the, the part on the regulation win is, is important because there was a moment there, certainly late in the third period, before Pavel Dorofiev takes the high stick from, from Brennan Gallagher, where I thought we were destined for three-on-three. Three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it just um, – their goalie was, was playing incredibly well. Mm-hmm. Um, stick tough to him. And then uh, a missing star of the night, poor Dorofiev's teeth. They, they deserve one, too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, is there anything you think that you pulled out of this game that, that maybe you didn't know about Vegas? Like, I, There's not really much to discover about this team, I, I don't believe, but um, their ability to add some layers and wrinkles on the power play, specifically the plays to William Carlson on the back door in front of the net, if that's a weapon that they can use and they can kind of figure out, I think the power play becomes a little bit more dangerous, and I think we start to legitimately talk about William Carlson putting in a 30-goal campaign. Yeah, um, definitely one, Carlson being dangerous, for sure. Yep. Um, also, uh, when Jack Eichel shoots on the power play, good things happen. Yes. So uh, let's see some more of that from Jack. I, I, um, I know he kind of is trying to, you know, he's not playing selfishly, right? He wants to get what he thinks is the best opportunity. Um, so when he shoots, it goes in fairly often, so uh, just just be a little bit more of that. Um, let him be a little selfish on the power play. All right, great stuff, Stephanie. Thanks so much for the call. Um, I appreciate it. 702-876-1340 is the number. If you'd like to join us on the other side of the break, we got a line open. You give me a call right now. You'll be on the air in two minutes. 702-876-1340. It's the Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Hey, extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. 6-5, to five, the final. The Golden Knights defeat the Montreal Canadiens. Vegas trailed 2-0 after the first period. Scored four goals. Four goals in the second period. And then a pair of power play goals 
on a double minor to Brendan Gallagher with two minutes left in the game. Secure the 6-5 victory for the Vegas Golden Knights. 702-876-1340 is the number. 702-876-1340. We have a line open right now. Call in and tell me who the player of the game was. If you're listening, you've never called the program before. If you're shy to be on the radio, now is your sign. Now is your, now is your time. Pick up the phone, 702-876-1340. Tell me who the player of the game was. Tell me who had a fantastic game for the Vegas Golden Knights. Let's go back out to the phone lines, bring in Marianne. Hey, Marianne, how you doing? Hi, Ryan. I'm doing fine. All I can say is positive power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it gets through to the guys no matter what. You know, and there wasn't any way I agree that they shouldn't have been ahead in the first first period. But just can't get down on it and just because they can feel it. I know they can. And they proved it tonight. They just did what they had to do. Always advance, never retreat. Right? Yep. Was there uh, was there ever a doubt in your mind that they were going to come back in this one? No. <laughs> yeah. I, I had to go and get my extra Golden Knight patch arm sleeve on, you know, after the first period. But because <laughs> yeah. I, I always wear, you know, a t-shirt for every game. But I put an extra little power in there. But everybody, nobody's really talking negative though this year. I've noticed everybody else even is talking about positive vibes, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think it gets around and it's going to keep our guys going. All right, great stuff as always, Marianne. Thanks so much for the call. Um, always positive. Marianne uh, matched that energy. Uh, you know, the Golden Knights, they, they did what they had to do. They go into Montreal, they, they pick up two points. Second game of a five-game road trip, you're, you're looking at points percentage, where you want to be, like still six points on the table for the Vegas Golden Knights. you got Philadelphia on Saturday. You've got Pittsburgh on Sunday. And then you wrap it up Wednesday, day before Thanksgiving, in Dallas, Against the stars, so um, it gets harder as you go. Like you know, marginally more difficult. Like the Philadelphia Flyers, there's no free lunch against that team at all. Uh, Penguins are going to be sour. They they dropped a game tonight, so uh, it's a tough test ahead for the Golden Knights. But I, I think that you know you're able to put six on the board. You're going to feel pretty good about yourself going into Philadelphia on Saturday. Let's go back out of the phone lines. Bring in Stephen. Hey Stephen, how you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, I'm really, uh, you know, the guy that stays out, he's not really in the scorebook a lot, mm-hmm. but Ben Hutton, yep. you know, he, he he plays, you know, he's not a he's a guy that's going to get pulled every now and then, but when he plays, he is so hard up and down the ice. He had a breakaway uh, chance. It gets kind of taken away from him, but he's the first guy back, mm-hmm. and he breaks up a, a potential play the other way. He plays so hard. He's so unselfish on uh, – on the on defense, and he's just so he he does a lot for the team. Yeah, that does not show up in the scorebook. Yeah, you know, Stephen, you're right on the money, and, and thanks so much for the call. I appreciate that. Shouting out Ben Hutton, you you're right. You're right in that he had some really big moments in this game that that don't show up on the box score. It, it's a back check. It's busting his butt to get back to break up a play. Like there were numerous times where Ben Hutton was. You know, in and around a lot of the good offensively and also a lot of the good defensively. So I'm with you there. He's he's the seventh defenseman on this team when everyone's healthy. If Nick Hague's back in the lineup, you know Nick Hague's going back into the lineup. But Ben Hutton has had a, an incredibly important role with this team and, and a big reason why 
not only were they able to win a Stanley Cup last year, but why they're off to a 13-3-1 start through the first 17 games of the year. So great observation there, Stephen. Thanks so much for the call. We're back to wrap it up next on the Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Wrapping it up here. Send a postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Golden Knights defeat the Canadians 6-5. Vegas trailed 2-0 after the first period. A first period in which they dominated everything but the score. That's really what it was. 18-6, the shot advantage for the Golden Knights. 42-16 were the shot attempts after the first period. Hockey... Sometimes it be like that, though. It just it was weird. It was a weird, weird game. First period, the Golden Knights deserved a much better fate. Didn't get it. Second period, there really wasn't much going on from a like a, from, a, from a chance generation standpoint. And yet, the Golden Knights put four in the back of the net. A shorthanded goal, a power play goal, two five on five goals. That's hockey. Sometimes it's just what it is. And then the Golden Knights, again, not much of anything going on in the third period. Then it's a double minor to Brendan Gallagher, high-sticking Pavel Dorofiev, and the Golden Knights are able to capitalize with two power play goals in the final two minutes of the game to win this one 6-5. Vegas sits atop the Pacific Division right now, 27 points, as I mentioned, 13-3-1. Just behind them, 12-3-1, the Vancouver Canucks. However, Vancouver... Currently down 3-1 to one to the Calgary Flames entering the third period. So we'll keep an eye on that game. But that's going to do it for me here on the Extended Post Game Show. Thanks to Bobby Machado making sure everything sounds great. And thanks to you, our listeners and our callers. It's your post game show. It's not as much fun without your calls and your input. Until Saturday morning. Have a great night, everybody. We'll talk to you then right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.